in the darkest corners of the podcast dungeon, you have come across another goddamn horror podcast. With Graham Faye, Jonas Barnes, and Ryan. Welcome, everybody, to yet another goddamn horror podcast. I am one of your hosts. I'm Ryan Daly, coming to you from like a actually cooled off today a little bit. It's like in the 70s. I've been like in the 90s for a couple of days in uh, um, Portland, Oregon. And, uh, everybody was complaining that it was June, January, is what we call it, which is rainy, cold June. But it came back with a furious vengeance. And uh, here we are um, in the full summer. Like I was walking around uh, the neighborhood by my work today, and, um, and like, it smelled like summer. What's summer smell like in uh, in Brooklyn, Graham? Murkier pee. It smells <laughs> like pee. <laughs> they just smell like hot pee. You know, the whole thing is, is like maybe in New York. Man, I fucking love New York, but like. Man, they got to put bathrooms places. You know what I mean? Like, there's just no like, those bathrooms would. De- no, I, I don't think that's a good idea. I think it's a great idea. I don't care how <laughs> I don't care how fucked up they get. Like, it would get so scary. But they're just, they're just bathrooms in a few subways in the bigger subway stations, and they're fine. Yeah, no, they're not fine. I used them, and I was fine. <laughs> they're not fine. <laughs> so. I don't um, know. <clears throat> I don't know. I think you. I think. Uh, I don't know. What's the weather been? Okay, you guys doing all right? The weather's fine. I don't know. I've been thinking a lot about dinosaurs lately, and uh, <laughs> I don't. Th- <laughs> I don't think I like them. Like, I guess there's a lot of talk about them because of the new Jurassic Park and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I've been arguing about Jurassic Park for a long time. I don't think the first one's very good. I don't think Honestly. I remember it either. Yeah, I don't either. I think the third one is. I think the third one's pretty fucking awesome. But anyways, I was just thinking it. about dinosaurs a lot. I don't like them. Yeah, They're okay. That's I don't like things. I don't like Forrest Gump. So um, I get it. Um, <laughs> I guess we should point out that Jonas isn't with us. Right? It's we true. Should we, should we just mention that the, the fucking Jonas? We is... should probably. I already miss him. Do you? <laughs> I don't even know why? Why are we? Why, why? How did he end up on the show? I don't even know. And he just showed up. <laughs> um, anyways, yeah, Jonas, we miss you. He's having technical problems um, with his, I think, with his brain, and so he's uh, he, he got a new mic, and everything else went to shit. Yeah, he got. He's like, I, he got a fancy. That's because he spent like a ton of money on a fancy mic to just show us up. And then, like, you know, like, you know fucking Mike, like a fancy. He doesn't Mike. sound much better than us right now. No, exactly. <laughs> He's sitting at home, fucking looking at this great Mike, all dressed up and nowhere to go. Exactly. You know, it's like it's like when um, you uh, it's like when you. Uh, I was, was going to make a really dark joke, but um, right. well, we should find erection after you die. Um, we should find out what the weather is like in Michigan from our guest. Hey, hey. Uh, we got Enoch X Mortis in the in, in the, the dungeon. What's up? Yes. How you doing, man? I am doing great, man. You know the weather's all right up here. You know it's been hot as hell. You know Michigan weather is notoriously flippy flop. You know 
it'll be fucking hundred degrees, and then the next day, you know, you get sleep. You know, right. it's just sure. back and yeah. forth, man. It's hard to prepare. So you're in you're right. in Cal, you're in Kalamazoo. Yes. Right? Yeah, Kalamazoo. Um, uh, we were talking a little bit about the show, uh, home of uh, Tim Allen. Um, um, <laughs> I uh, a lot of people um, who listen to the show may not know this, but for a long time, I had a Tim Allen parody account called Tim the Snitch Allen, and um, it um, it was uh, it was pretty great. Um, Tim uh, sold cock rings. Uh, Tim uh, Tim uh, <laughs> murdered people. He was into murder. All this shit. It was a great. It was a fun fun account until Twitter got a hold of it and then um, and then canceled all of my accounts um, because of the Tim the snitch. Uh, so um, so have you ever seen Tim's family? Tim family kicking around Kalamazoo? Is that a thing? Oh, no, no, man, <laughs> no, not at all. There's not any celebrities or anybody who has any kind of stature kicking it around Kalamazoo. <laughs> that's, not, that's not a thing. Um, okay, because, you know, because he did sell coke in Kalamazoo, so and snitched on 20 coke dealers to get out of his his uh, his cocaine. Yeah, then, yeah, he's There's definitely so not coming coke. back around. That's got to be all the coke dealers, too. Oh, yeah, it's got to be. At least, at least a good 70% of them. You know? Kalamazoo isn't, we ain't popping like Miami, you know? We ain't got a bunch of guys out here flying to Columbia. <laughs> But um, yeah, it's a it's a yeah, it's a funny story. But he's a funny guy. Someday I'm hoping that uh, he ends up uh, when we find uh, Tim Allen. You know, like if, I, I I just want him to get him. You know what I mean? I just want him like you can never run, no matter no matter how much you change your life. You snitch on twenty people. Someday Tim Allen ends up in a ditch with a rat in his mouth. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, you know, yeah. You know, I mean, I don't, I don't think that's a that's a I don't think that's a bad. Doesn't matter how many Santa Clauses you make. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, uh, Enoch, what do you do out there in, in Kalamazoo? Man, mostly I just be uh, skateboarding or just making music, man. That's about it. <clears throat> there ain't really Hell much yeah. to do around here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sure. there's really not shit going on ever. You know, like, I'm, even like the music scene, like we got like a couple venues, but like none of them would do hip hop. So mm -hmm. it's like, because, you know, people get in, into fights and then people end up getting shot. And it's like, so then they just eliminate all hip hop, all factions of it, you know. So even like horrorcore and like ass rap or, you know, even like positive hip hop or anything like that. It is X'd it all out pretty much out of the city. So it's like, damn. You know, Portland, actually has, a, Portland actually has a problem with that, too. Like uh, for years, uh, they would try to do shows. Like we had uh, we were a pretty famous battle rapper from the neighborhood where I've been. Portland, uh, El Mac, and, uh, um, and he tried to put on shows and get people up here and stuff like that, but then the cops would just shut him down and, and all this yep. stuff, and you're, you know what I mean? And it's just like, oh, it's going to be hip-hop, and so there's going to be problems, and it's like, like well, the hip-hop ain't the problem. The problem is no, that it, you know, we've created this world where people are, are, are rough, and you know, you know what I mean? Like, exactly. So, like, you know, you, know, you create this, like, crappy world, and then when people get together, and there's, like, some problems between people, and it's like, like, oh, my God, there's fights. And I'm like, yeah, okay, there's fights. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it was like when Will Smith uh, smacked uh, Chris Rock. Everybody's like, oh, my God, it happened at the Oscars. See, I'm down for it. I want fights at the Oscars. I want fights yeah, at the weddings. They should I want fight. They should get all the nominees and put them in, like, a royal Exactly. Rumble that's how you win. Yep. In the Oscar, like, a ladder match. And that's I want, the right, exactly. 
<laughs> I hope I next year. It. I hope next year at the Oscars, Bradley Cooper stabs a guy. That's what I'm looking for. And that's what I, you know what I mean. Like, um, but uh, but I, but I, but I'm an agent of chaos. So um, maybe I'm the reason they're canceling hip hop shows. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. So you're uh, you're an uh, acid rapper. Uh, will you explain uh, what an acid rapper is to the uninitiated? Yeah. Well, see. All right. So before, like horrorcore was termed. Yeah. It started with like this guy named Esham in Detroit. He did acid rap with a group called Nottis, Satan Backwards. And they were a big inspiration to me growing up, being from Michigan and everything. And after horrorcore kind of became the dominant figure in like the horror kind of rap scene, mm-hmm. um, acid rap kind of just disappeared a little bit, kind of died down besides like Esham. And so I just wanted to kind of revamp that. And acid rap is pretty much it's borderline horrorcore, but a lot more like funnier kind of comedic value in it. You know, instead of just chopping people up and all that sure. kind of stuff, you know, sure. I like to like really tight lyricism, you know, compact syllables and, you know, more focused on the lyric heavy stuff instead of shock factor. Sure. You know, that, that's kind of the main difference. Sure. Like um, sort of like if, like if, if horrorcore is like a slasher, acid rap would be like, Killer clowns from outer space. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Or like a Peter Jackson film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, gotcha. Oh yeah. Um, and like, and and I like that take with it because, like, even like on some of like the horror stuff, like horror core stuff, because like, a, like I fuck with necro hard, you know. But sometimes I'm a yes. little like, like I'm a little like, man, I don't, I don't know if I, if I don't know if I got this in me today. You know what I mean? Like it's like I'm, I'm like a little I'm like older now. I'm like a little sensitive. You know what I mean? And so we're talking about like draining a body in the basement. You know, you're a little like uh, okay. You know what I mean? So like if you make it like a little bit more fun, you know what I mean? Like uh, um, I don't know. Like it just seems like it's a little more fun. It's a little yeah. more fun. It's a little no, more yeah, like yeah, yeah, exactly. on a day to day. You know what I mean? So like um um. And everything from like your artwork and stuff is like super colorful and like neon, like that black light thing going on. I love it. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I appreciate that. I actually uh, get those uh, 1950 comic books, man, and I really enjoy like that artwork. Yeah. So I would like just take those and I just like remake them, and then I just use them for like little song covers on like the YouTube's and stuff. I was like, yeah, yeah. And then it just kind of stuck, and everybody's like, yeah, I really like that. So I was like, all right. So I just kept pushing them out. Um, yeah, I like that. Like, a, like a, each song is like a new issue, you know? Sure. Yeah, yeah, I dig that. I, lo- I, lo- I love how much hip hop has come out of Michigan, really. You know what I mean? I, I got like, really geeked out on Detroit uh, hip hop a, a few years ago. Um, and, um, you know, uh, with Black Milk and uh, Elza and uh, Royce to Five Nine and Proof, Rest in Peace, and like, you know what I mean? And a bunch of, the, you know what I mean? And of course, I mean, I mean, I mean, I'd have to say that um, I've listened to some Eminem, and uh, you know, and uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe more than I tell people I listen to Eminem. But it's, uh, <laughs> um, uh, um, uh, what do you think's in the water there? You know what I mean? What do you think the like has made uh, made uh, Michigan such a? Is it the brown water? You think? Is that the? Yeah, yeah, I think I think that what it is is that in Michigan there really ain't much to fucking do. So a lot right. of times you're just hanging out with your friends. You're right. probably getting stoned and just what else is there to do except rap? 
And then right. you're slowly harnessing on that over the years of sitting around Michigan doing not shit. <laughs> and right. I, I think that's how it began. You know what I'm saying? That's how sure. so many artists just start coming out. We we are not shy of artists or talent in Michigan. You know? no, it, it, there's it, a shit ton of us. And I think that I think that's what happened. I think, I think just areas like, you know, uh, we we recently interviewed it's like so a metal band from Australia, and it's just it takes areas just kind of breed a feeling or whatever. And, I, and I'm always kind of fascinated by that. Like you take like Jamaica, like such a small country, and like in like really like in the middle of nowhere, and they've been able to spawn <laughs> such like an incredible feel that like there's just something that goes on there that that's definitely e even if you don't like reggae or whatever you have to give the place credit for oh, i mean creating like like an entire genre of music that has influenced so much music you know what i mean and it's just like you see yeah and i'm you know i mean i don't know how you feel about like icp but i interviewed shaggy oh, yeah, no, definitely. i interviewed shaggy too dope a couple of years ago and uh and I, well, yeah, i'm the shit uh, well, I'm not. <laughs> well, I'm not necessarily the biggest fan of like their their like. I listen to very different hip hop than them. But he, was he fucking for real and like such a like a good solid dude and like yeah, and just like definitely. on the level um, like about like just things and it was uh, it was. Uh, it was like it was actually like a really just great talk. Like you know what I mean. Like he, he was. Uh, you don't actually. So I was like left there being like, man, Detroit. Or fucking Cal or fucking Michigan, man. They they're beating California and like in and New York in coolness right now. Yeah, like ICP is. Kids. But you know they're like they're they're like legends here, you know, because sure. they they started from nothing and they they really created an entire culture wave here. You know, like my I was kind of raised into the underground scene because my parents, my uncles, my aunts, when ICP was first coming out, you know, I was probably like uh, maybe like four or five, six. Mm -hmm. And that's all I ever heard around growing up my entire life. And I didn't even know that we had like a radio in the car because that's, you know, they just play CDs. I didn't even <laughs> know the radio right. played actual music. You know, I thought it was just a CD player and it was always ICP or twisted, you mm -hmm. know, or blaze or something like that. Sure. All that's So I was kind of just like cultivated up sure. in that, you know, so especially here in Michigan, you know, it's nothing, but love for that whole sound. So I think that really helped to mold what I do. You know, I owe sure. a lot of that too in saying clown posse at a young age and being like, Oh, cause you know, they did a lot of that horror, but it'd be funny too, you know? Mm -hmm. And they'd always just be, they were just innovating something that wasn't around at the time, you right. know? And they really came through and just kind of revolutionized an entire like era. And yeah, you know, I mean, they're still going strong today, you know, here in Michigan, you know, like if you walk outside, how many other band T-shirts are you going to see? You might see a few, but guaranteed ICP is going to outnumber any other shirt that you see. Right. In sure, For sure, sure. Guaranteed. <clears throat> uh, I have never been to a gathering, but I, I want to. I, but I don't know how many more there's going to be left because I know he's sick. So, um, and see, that's what the whole thing is. Everybody's so worried that this is going to be the last one. And then, like, a lot of like the OGs who've been going for years are all like, nah, this ain't going to be the last. But, you know, it's like a toss up because everyone's there's no definitive answer yet. So everyone's kind of freaking out. Yeah, didn't he? I think, he ended, I think uh, Jay ended up in the hospital. Yeah, yeah, um, I think he had heart issues. Yep. Yeah, I mean, yeah, just, just a couple of days ago. Um, yeah, get 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 better, uh, Jay. Um, yes, uh, definitely. I, I, I'm a big yeah, like big, like I'm Ryan big, was saying. Oh, 
I just want to say, like Ryan was saying, like, I don't listen to a lot of ICP and I never really have, but I've always respected what they've done. Like they're one of the, like I grew up on punk rock and they're one of the best examples of punk rock i think yeah like modern just, punk rock they just yeah, did it themselves you know, and created yeah. a whole thing yeah and yeah. it's kind of fucking rad yeah and like I they, can't. they took a lot of people think that they just like uh kind of like they started in detroit and around that area and they did all that themselves just walking around passing stuff out <clears> having their yeah. friends do it you know they started truly from nothing with no help from anybody and they grinded and just you know like icp was huge in michigan before it ever reached anywhere mm. else you know like they were yeah. already selling out shows here you know like they played here in kalamazoo and we used to have this place called the music factory and that was way back in the day selling out and that was before anybody could get their hands on like the island record cds that they were putting out or anything like that you know it was all like cassette tapes that they're like making themselves right. yeah no it's uh, i actually got like a little like and the people I've interviewed, like, like, occasionally I can get like a little like uh, fanboyish, or I wouldn't wouldn't say starstruck, but like, but you know, um, it was a little weird talking to him because oh, I imagine I, it had to be. I mean, because well, it's it's um, you don't interview a lot of people who've been part of like starting a global army. You know what I mean? Like, like no, I can talk to real. like I get I get I get interview Bob Dylan and be like, okay, yeah, this guy's super famous. But like, I, like, like people don't like dress up like Bob Dylan. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like Bob people, Dylan. Bob Dylan. People aren't, aren't willing like, to die. Yeah, exactly. Bob. They're not willing to kill for Bob. Bob, you know? Bob Dylan's Bob Dylan's fans don't even have like a drink they spray all over each other. You know what I mean? Like, like, like so, like, so I just feel like you know it was it was like a little bit like uh, talking, and then, and then he got put at ease because he's he's actually a dude that's actually sort of similar to me in sort of mindset and um, uh, like uh, I don't know the word and sort of like views the world in the same sort of like. Uh, kind of no bullshit way so it was kind of a, it was actually really cool like we the, once the interview was over we talked for like a while and um and uh you know and a lot of the interview was about people like coming around to liking them now because you know for a long time it was kind of a joke and the interview was about uh yep. it was about yep. about like really about like leftist people in this world like going like oh maybe these dudes are actually like okay and like they're they're gonna say fuck you to racists and to like things like that that's kind of the oh idea. yeah that's but, how it's always been you know you go to any any i've been to many concerts and whenever i go to any kind of insane clown posse or any juggalo show period it is the most accepting audience like you could you know there is not an ounce of hate anywhere and the chances of seeing a fight happen are slim to none and if it right. did ever happen it's going to break up before anything you know sure it, right like, that's just how it is, you know, like even in the mosh pits, you know, you catch an elbow before you hit the ground. You got like five people, you know, yeah. grabbing you before you even fall. You and know, like that's that's just the culture. Then growing up in punk and yeah. hardcore and in and, and hip hop, that hasn't always been the way. So it's it's nice. To, it's nice. It's to the that. way we were, we were trying for. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's what we wanted. But of course, yeah, there's, there's, there's people who will ruin that. Um, oh, yeah. So. So, you know, and I mean, like, and as, as a, like, the idea behind, like, the, uh, the Dark Carnival and all that shit has always been really cool. So, uh, so it's cool to talk yeah, about. Yeah, the lore, you know, the, the lore that they developed and created, you know. And yeah. then they, they turn, then they released, like, well, I think they did, like, three games. They did, like, Morden's List. It was, like, a book. 
And that was like a game. And then they did the board game. And I think they did another one too, you know, all based around this whole lore that they have created. And, right. you know, it just, it just went so deep. So, so many levels and layers to it, you know, and sure. Yeah. It went insane. And then the roster that they slowly built just kept adding to it. Yep. You know, yep. yeah. <laughs> um, you, uh, you get into any of the other Detroit uh, hip hop, you into, uh, you into any little J Dilla or any of that. And, uh, you know, I like a lot of some of the older school stuff. You know, I like uh, Awesome Dre. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I get down with a lot of that, a uh, lot of that kind of music. But really, lately in the past like year or two or three, since I've been releasing my own music, I've been finding it harder and harder to find the time to listen to other music. No, you know, because I'm always working on my own and I'm no, always I, like, no, so laser focused. Yeah, no, I know, I know the, I know the drill. So you've been, how long have you been doing? How long have you been in the game? So I've been releasing music for only a year, mm-hmm. but I've been writing for like 14 years. Yeah. And, right. you know, I wanted to make sure that I had created and honed in on my skills before. Cause I always wanted to release music when I was younger, but I'm glad that I waited as long as I did. I think it was like a universal kind of alignment that made it. So I didn't have the resources to until now. Cause now I feel like I've really created something that is a little, you know, I'm not saying 100% original, but it's way different than a lot of the stuff out right now, you know? For sure. And I feel like if I would have started releasing music back then, maybe I wouldn't have developed what I have now, you know? So I'm glad I waited as long as I have. But yeah, one year in last month, so a year and a month. I think, you know, I think um, think there's there's a lot to be... There's a lot of, like... and And I know from, like... Like it took me a long time to really get my like uh, my uh, my stand up comedy together, or and I wanted to make sure I did enough stand up comedy before I did a podcast because I wanted to be like comfortable with like kind of what works and speaking. You know what I mean? Like I wanted to like no, make yeah, hundred sure. percent. And but you know, but the, <laughs> the thing is, is I think it's super easy for a lot of people. And this is I'm not judging anybody's journey. Like I'm just happy people are doing shit always. And I'm not. And if you want to go out there and you want to. And you want to, and you want to, and you want to write. write so, so you want to write sixteen bars and find a beat and, and do SoundCloud shit. By all means, do it. You know what I mean? Like I actually, I actually kind of hate when people are like, "Oh, he's a SoundCloud rapper," and I'm always like, "Where are your bars? You fucking, yeah. you, you know what I mean? Like people are just doing shit and trying to like live. Let, yeah, let exactly. them do, let them do <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? Not everybody's got a studio." Or like homies, or like fucking connections, or like you know, hundred percent. Like, so some people have this is what they got, you know what I mean? And so, and I'm fine with that. But on the other hand, though, I like my mad respect to anybody who like works at something for a long time and says, hey, you know, to me that's where art really lies. It's like, hey, you know what? I'm going to create a finished product, and I'm going to get like some skills things, and I got a lot to learn in this game. So before I before I get to like the place where I'm like where I'm like swinging big or like putting it out there because people won't forget that shit. You know what I mean? Like it's, you know, it's uh, it can be hard. Like you put out some bullshit early on and then you can, you get good and shit like that, but you still got that hanging over you. And um, I thought that's the end of the world. I mean, we all start somewhere, but for me, it's always like, but for me, it's always like, Hey, you know what? Like, why don't you, let's learn a little something and like get like, that's where like, like get good at art rather than like people like paint a fucking picture and start an Instagram account to get it and buy it, do it. I don't care. But like, for me, like if I was going to start painting pictures, like, like, uh, I, I want to make sure that I'm at the top of my own criteria. It, exactly. You know, exactly. I am my biggest critic. You know, hey, right, when I make that, a song, I'm out of place. it, 
yeah, it, it's a pain in my ass because I always like, oh, I got to redo this. I got to do this. I got to, you know, and like, like you're saying, like the early work, you know, like my most popular song is the first song that I ever released, which is barely mixed, unmastered, rough as hell. <laughs> sounds like it's in the basement, but everybody loves it. Like, when, I, when I, when I do shows, everybody's always like, that's, you, you got to play that song. And it's like, uh, you know, like, it's the worst sounding one, like technically or professionally, but it's the one that everybody's drawn to the most. Right. So it's always like, huh, you know, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. And I think, you know, and I think, I mean, particularly I think in your style, <clears throat> hip hop, having like, you know, having something, you know, like a little bit rougher probably works. Like, I mean, like I'll have this conversation with friends. I have certain friends who think it was written was better. And I have certain friends who think Illmatic was better. And they're, they're, they're like two very, you know, two very different Nas records, even though they're one right after each other. But the first one right. is underground and, and gritty and like not mixed that great. And I mean, it's still I mean, who might say, but like, it's just not like it's not. No, yeah, it's not. It's, 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 it's not polished. Like, yeah, it's not polished. Like it was written, and then so like you get into this like thing of like, well, what's better? But sometimes you know, like I think particular for like a lot, like a lot of like hip hop heads, is like you know some of that just like that dirty fucking like like little bumpy just lends itself to yeah. being like you know just sounding like, sounding good. Like some of those big L tracks, you know, like big yeah. L, you know, like some of his early stuff, people love it. And it sounds so rough and just, you yeah. know, just, it has that, like you said, un, that unpolished sound to yeah. it, you know, it, it just hits differently. You know, I think it makes it a little bit more real, you know, people can kind of connect to it a little bit more. It's not Give so it. like manufactured. Exactly. 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 And I don't think big L gets enough <clears throat> shout out for his uh, donations to horror core. I would almost put him no. as, as, as one of the horror core sort of leaders. I mean, big L. Yeah, same a, thing with Scarface, you know, yep, don't sleep okay. on Scarface. Uh, no, don't, you know, don't. yeah. That's I, the man. I'm, 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 I'm a little old, but boy, when those fucking get a boy records came out, Ooh, boy, they, people, <laughs> people like, you know, like they were throwing like, you know, Willie D would be like, she screams. So I slice her up until her guts were like spaghetti. Yeah, yeah. Stab that bitch in her tits and to stop her nurse from jumping. I just cut her to bits. And you'd be like, oh my God, that's a horror movie. That's uh that is uh <laughs> that was like the realest shit at the time. It was like yeah. Yeah, I I love I have a huge affectuation with uh <clears throat> the sound that comes out of Houston, like how Texas in general, that 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 southern sound, you know, like I, I like Pimp C and you know, Slim Thug, and I like uh, K Reno. And I, yep. just, I, I just love that sound. Yeah, man. no, I, I love all that. I love all that uh, Switcher House uh, stuff. And uh, and uh, I'm a big Paul Wall fan, big uh, Camille. You know what I mean? Like, you got to, like, yes. I mean, we got to give it up to Paul Wall, too. Like, as far as like white rappers go, like, he doesn't even get put in the white rapper category, which is, you got to get because, like, <laughs> yeah, no, because nobody, because everybody's like, ah, he's just Paul Wall. That's just, like, that's yeah, he's like, just Paul Wall. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nobody's ever like, hey, list your favorite white rappers. And, like, Paul Wall. People are like, I guess he's white. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, um, but uh, no, I, I like that Houston I like Houston rap videos too, because while everybody else in the world is like, watch me, watch me ride a jet ski in my swimming pool in this mansion, they're like, watch us drive our like grand marquees around the, in a parking uh, lot, in a parking <laughs> lot. Yeah, boy. Yes. Um, of course, Slim Thug and his uh, Escalade. Uh, 
uh, getting uh, pleasured by a woman in that uh, still tripping video will always be one of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah. Slim Thug just got that voice. You know, his voice is just such a, such an instrument on its, you know, by itself. It's like, man, but see, like Pimp C is probably my favorite from the South. You know, yeah, I, I just love Pimp C. Yeah. I just loved his whole, like, not only his music, but his mental state, his sure. mindset on the music game, you know, like totally. what he was trying to do to get everybody together and eliminate the record labels and do it independently, yep. you know, like that. And then all of a sudden he ends up dead. I mean, yeah. <laughs> no, no, right. Yeah. 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 We could we could talk a lot about that because like it is weird. <laughs> it is it's very weird, you know. Right I, when he starts getting people together and say, you know, we're about to take all the money, and then that same, 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 same shit happened with Nipsey. I'll tell you, yep. you know what I mean. Yep. Like uh, I try not to be I try not to be a conspiracy theorist, but I'll tell you, Nipsey Hustle. You know, There's this. You, uh, you start teaching yep. people to get small business loans, and all of a sudden, exactly. So all of a sudden, you know, banks start. I don't know exactly what song, but there's this lyric that always stuck with me from the Cottonmouth Kings. And they said, you spread too much peace and the government shoots you. And I'm like, you know, I was like, oh, man, that's that right there. That is the truth. That is the fucking truth. What do you think, Graham? I think the government's going to shoot you for being so peaceful. (laughs) I fucking hate the government right now. (laughs) Yeah, I I think everybody does. I mean, not I mean, all the time, but like, fuck, man. Yeah, right now it is. It is definitely. Uh, <laughs> it's hitting pretty hard. Everybody's yeah. getting fucked right now. <laughs> so you, uh, so you, um, you're a horror guy. So you, uh, you got a little uh, Evil Dead mentioned in your name. You got a yes. You got, you I'm the a... biggest Bruce Campbell fan, man. I oh, fucking yeah. love Bruce Campbell. I can't yeah. get enough. Every movie he's in, I don't care what is Alien Trap. I mean, it could be the worst of the worst. I am all about. <laughs> He is, uh, uh, he, he is the like, like underrated in his like amazing physicality, and like the fact that like Sam Raimi found him for that role because he's he's a fucking one in a million. You know, oh, yeah, like, you know, he didn't even find him. They're didn't, from he's Michigan. Just, yeah, they're they were both just, from Michigan. Uh, like, neighborhood yeah. <laughs> friends. They were just friends growing up. Yep. They, just, you know, they made like, that first one. Yeah, they were all like neighborhood childhood yeah. friends and they like made that well, first one they made something then, before evil dead though it was called yeah, something yeah. like in the woods or murder in the woods or something or, like yeah that. something yeah. like that's like a short kind of film that yeah, was like yeah. it was evil dead but they're, they're using that to get funding kind of for evil dead kind of, yeah. they were using it to show uh possible uh investors that what they were going to do and stuff um but you you mentioned specifically that you like be uh horror movies and i I think most most horror fans know exactly what that is when you say that, but th- then I kind of struggled to to think of a, an actual. That is hard because a lot of the B movies have now became like such a popular thing that is it even right. really considered a B movie anymore? Right, right. You know? and like even Reanimator so... or Dead Alive, you know? No, hundred exactly. percent. A basket so, case is like I think the ooh, ooh, Frank Helen Water. Frank yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. that guy is the man. Yeah, brain really... damage. Yeah. Um, oh, brain well, damage. That's the best. <laughs> little alien <laughs> dripping LSD in your brain. Yeah, <laughs> Come on. pretty fucking amazing. Um, well, I found out that B movies got their name because um, they used to when they did double features, like in the twenties and thirties and forties. 
they used to do double features with all their movies and the studios <clears throat> would use less money to make a second film to, to tack on to the big money movie. So it, they were essentially B-sides to, to singles. Yeah, I always thought it stood, and that's, I always thought it stood for budget. Well, then later, and it did uh, sort of, I guess, maybe technically, but okay. like, yeah, this is all also true, I guess. I don't know. I just <laughs> looked it up on Wiki. But um, then in the 50s is when it started to stop. And like, uh, they, they weren't doing double features. So most of the B movie crew and actors and filmmakers moved on to independent film and television. And I think that's where a lot of the aesthetics still worked out. Because when I think B-movies, I'm thinking 60s, 70s, 80s, you know? Right. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm totally thinking 80s. That's kind of my... Yeah, yeah 80s, 80s, 100%. That's, yeah, that's, all, my, yeah. that's, my, that's my favorite. I, mean, I, can't, where, I can't name any 60 movies that I'm like super crazy about. Right. <laughs> like. No, that's true. Yeah, the 60s movies, like... Well, and then some people just went ahead and decided to like make a career out of making B movies, like Trump. You know what I mean? They said like, right, right. Well, yeah. they were making like like the like the I was a teenage werewolf and stuff. Those were all considered B, and those were fifties and stuff. Um, like those, I think Hammer was considered. B, like there were a lot of different. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Things yeah, okay. that started becoming yeah, considered. Collection. Yeah. Um, should we go through our top three uh, favorite uh, uh, B movies? Yeah, I, this was so hard. Yeah, I, I, I didn't. Even, I'm just going <laughs> to go off the top of my head. I didn't pre-plan. Okay, so yeah, that's yeah. I think I think when we do, I think when we do like any type of top three, it's always kind of like how I feel today. You know yeah, what I mean? Hundred like percent. That's how gotta, I approach it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I think for this one, like. Um, like, I, I chose movies that were probably really did really terrible in the theater and and weren't like almost intentionally. I mean, they were probably intentionally being movies, but they like, but they they have maybe have like gained a cult status since, right? Then. You know what I mean? So, like, um, should I start? Do you guys want to do? Should I start? Sure, yeah, okay. Okay. All right. All right. I'm gonna go the stuff. Number one. All right, um, that's off my list now. Okay. Um, <laughs> to me, the stuff is just like, like, to, like, like, maybe because of just my experience with VHS um, video stores. Like, my mom worked, and uh, you know, I grew up with very little money, and so I would just go to work with her in the in the in the summer when I didn't have school. And there was a video in the uh, she uh, she did books for a for a roofing company and uh, there was a video store in the in the ground floor of the place that she worked. So I would just go down there and like read the backs of every <laughs> every VHS box and like that yeah. was like my life and I just hung out in the thing and to me the stuff was just like the pinnacle of like that eighties schemes you know like that like. Like it was just like it, like the movie itself is is fantastic. It's a fun idea. It's, it's absolutely a, ridiculous. It's ridiculous, <laughs> and um, it's just such a great time. And that movie, like when VHS first came out, that movie was like right there. You know, what I mean, like it was like in the fucking out of the gates. It was like the stuff. 
And um, and it was like considerably, even like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, it was considerably funner than all of those other movies. And uh, so I'm going with the stuff. Love it. Nice. Um, when I was uh, in high school, uh, we we I, I had a friend who who had a, a, a rich dad who lived out in in the in the forest, and we'd go out and, and spend the, the weekends there and stuff. And he had a, a, a wine basement and everything, so we'd break into that and stuff. But the the most exciting thing was he had a uh, a, a big projector for the VHS films and stuff down in the basement, and then you'd open a closet. And it was just a wall of VHS, like recorded, oh. you know, like off TV or whatever, and like mm-hmm. handwritten on the side. And I remember seeing the stuff handwritten. And I remember being like, oh, shit, I know what that looks like. <laughs> the cover, we're watching that and just falling in love with it. And yeah, that's that was in my top three. I'll, I'll pick something else. But yeah, fucking amazing movie. Really awesome stuff about consumerism and everything. And just like, yeah, I love that whole play on society, man. Yeah. Genius. Especially during the time era where it was every, you know, it's all shop, shop, shop. Malls yeah. everywhere. Shop, shop. You know, spend money, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, go it was, 80s. <laughs> it was the best time to release something like that. Yeah. You're, all, you're all sick. <laughs> That's a fucking great one. All right, I'll go next. Um, I'll go with Street Trash. Uh, I've talked about it a lot uh, on, on, on this podcast, but it's one of my favorites. And uh, just it, it, when I think body, like melt, body melting, like that's immediately, like everything oh, yeah, about 100%. the colors, everything about just how everybody's kind of terrible. And then the, 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 uh, the door guy that works at the club with where the mobster hangs out or something loses his wife and stuff is one of the greatest characters. He was actually the main guy in Frankenhooker too, but Holy shit. Street trash is just one of my street favorites. trash. Yeah. Street trash to me is one of like the Holy grail, you know, and I yeah. love the, I love the fact that, you know, back then they're trying really hard not to get that NC-17 rating. So instead of using red blood, they're like, let's just use yellow and green and purple. Yeah. And they'll never know. And it worked. And yeah. it's, it's genius. And it, you know, those colors are just loophole. blazed into my head forever. I've oh, talked yes. about how one of the most influential things in, in horror in my life is the still of the toilet guy in a Fangoria magazine. Yeah. Like seeing those blues and like him melting into the thing with the like grabbing the handle, flushing himself. She fucking perfect. Whoever did that like that artwork, oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And it was filmed here in Brooklyn too. So street trash. Street trash. That's great A. For for the for for the record, I was gonna pick street trash, but I didn't because I knew Graham. Yeah, (laughs) right. Thank nice, you. Nice. Yeah, I was gonna say, you guys, you guys are picking some good ones, but I, I, I'm gonna throw one in. This one, I, I love it. I don't know why I love it so much, but Maniac Cop. Oh yeah, Maniac Cop. I, oh yeah. I so don't good. know what it is about it, but I just, I just love it. It's like the Terminator kind of thing, except he's just out messing people's lives up. I, <laughs> I just love it. It's like RoboCop, but a zombie guy. <laughs> exactly. So good. I think and they got yeah. young Bruce Campbell in it, so yeah, win win. And then they kill him off like that in the second one. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like right at the so beginning, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, uh, the Maniac Cop is, uh, um, and uh, still holds true. 
to um, yeah, how, how yeah. cops are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe well, I, I like when they I like when they make cops the bad guys. It's uh, it makes it work. Um, like I posted a, me- a meme the other day about uh, how uh, Butnik saved the uh, really saved the world by instinctually lying to the T one thousand in uh, in Terminator two. Like he, he I like love insti- that he instinctually lied to a cop. Which which gave John Connor the chance to run away, you know what I mean? So like, um, it was, you know what I mean? Like that's a, that's a, you know. Um, so lie to cops. Always lie to cops. Always yeah. lie save to cops. the world. Save the world. Well, they'll, yeah, they'll, they'll come back <laughs> with scars on their face and beat you. With. <laughs> <laughs> um, my second one is going to be Chud. Cannibal. Ooh, that is my replacement for the stuff. <laughs> well, it's, it's still, it's Fuck still yeah. so good. I mean, so it's, good. It's so so good, and it's like I saw that movie in the theaters. No joke. And um, I was young, but I saw it in the theaters uh, with my friend and his older brothers. And um, I thought it was just about the coolest fucking thing I'd ever seen in my life. I just didn't think that like that they could make a movie like that cool. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, I left yeah. there like. This is all I want from every movie. Is yes. So, yeah, that's a uh, that's my second chud. All right, sorry, Graham. Yeah. Um. I, all right. I, well, I'm gonna. I gave you street no. trash, bro. Come on. <laughs> no, that's yeah. That's that's. I appreciate that. Um. I'm gonna go with uh, in all three of the class of Newcomb highs. Okay. Tied for that one. Um, I just, the class of Newcomb High movies are so ridiculous. It's just pure trauma. It's like mainlining trauma. I I, I have a pug and I named my pug after the squirrel from that movie, Trauma. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. I love it. it. (laughs) So good. Yeah. I even, I like even like the later ones. You know what I mean? Like the the, the most recent ones. Yeah. the, the, The last two, yes. Yeah, return. Um, the, yep. the, the, um, well, a friend of ours, Zach Amico, is in one of them, and uh, yep. um, yeah, that's yeah, a, that's uh, awesome. Yeah, we 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 uh, we're big uh, big trauma fans around. Me too. I just picked. I went to the movie store and found a copy of Igor the Lunatics for a dollar. <laughs> nice. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh <man."> yeah. <laughs> that's you can't not buy that. <laughs> no, exactly. I I can't. You know. And they had Terror Firmer too. I had to snatch that. You know, I love Terror Firmer. I, I didn't. Oh, they had it as well. I was like, oh, is there a Terror Firmer too? But uh, no, Terror Firmer, like, to me, like, Terror Firmer was really interesting because it kind of like represented, like, Terror Firmer and Toxie 3 sort of like represented like a new era. Like they're a little bit like glossier and like a little bit better. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah, like, yeah, no, for like, sure. Definitely. They're like a little, like, I mean, like, Toxie 3 is like, like, kind of like, like, dare I say, like, a good movie. You know what I mean? Like it's got like like a real no, yeah. plot, and it's got like a, you know what I mean? And like, uh, yeah, it's not it's not as sporadic as the other ones for exactly, sure. Exactly, exactly. All right, all right. Um, I'm gonna go with one of my favorites. Since you did a trilogy, I'll do a trilogy, but I'll leave out the third one because I thought that was kind of iffy. But the first two, Night of the Demons, love them. Nice. I, I love Night of the Demons, man. I yeah. I don't know. I just love the whole aesthetic around that film. A hundred percent. Halloween 80s party. Yes. Yeah. It's so um, good. I, I love the punks in that movie. I love I love any movie that tries to put punks in it. It's, it's yeah. Yep. And like an, it was so perfect. Night of Demons is freaking great. Yeah, Night of Demons. I actually I just watched that, it again like about a month ago. They did that remake and I was like, oh don't do it. And then they put John Connor in it. I was like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, he's uh, he that guy's a good footwork. Um, all right, Here, here's my number one. This is going to be like a little bit of a departure um, from the, the types of movies, but I'm just going to have to do it. And I'm going to go Repo Man. Um, all right. Um, it's a little bit different than the other ones, but it does have an alien in it, and yeah, have, um, it counts. And it counts, and it has the circle jerks in it, and it has the best punk rock, <laughs> has the best funk rock soundtrack of uh, of all time. And, well, that uh, soundtrack is amazing. Yeah, it's really it is really amazing. <clears throat> all the, it was like it's like the greatest hits of like eighties punk rock at that point, and like yeah, and it, it's way better than it has any any. You know, I mean, it's got suicidal on there and has. Uh, Circle Jerks and Black Flag and I mean he's saying like it's just like a movie like at that time that like really needed to happen and um, um, yeah um, uh, so I'm going to go Repo Man and then um, I was going to do some honorable mentions uh, I was going to do uh, I think it's called Nightmares um, oh yes but, they got the cover with the guy doing this with his hands yeah, yeah with the yeah, yeah. Uh, um, and it's like the three stories. One is with like uh, Emilio Estevez who gets caught in the video game, uh, the rat, and uh, and then the story of like uh, the guy uh, driving around while Satan's chasing him down in the desert. All really uh, great uh, B movie um, uh, '80s skis. Uh, I will say that, and um, I will say the last half of Corona. No. The last half, of <laughs> the, first, the, the first half, the first half is like so unwatchable now, and like so much more. Extra I, yeah, movie. I understand that. 100%. So much more extra movie than they ever needed to put into that movie. Yeah, they should just went. <laughs> they should just dove straight in and exactly. But no, but they yeah. have the whole thing at the, the the like they way too much backstory. New Piranha, like I like I like New Piranha because they 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 just didn't even like. They barely fucked with like why it was happening because nobody cares. You no, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, right, like in the first, in the original Piranha, they spent so much time like in the like the the place where the Piranha got out and and this and that and like and it's just like it's just like I, I I got I watched this movie to see like to see like like special effects of like bodies getting stripped by fucking. Fish. fish. That's, that's, that's why I'm like <laughs> watching this movie. I didn't. I don't, I don't really need like nobody turns it on. It's like you know what? I really hope there's like a good uh, subplot to this. With uh, <laughs> <laughs> like nobody fucking cares. We just want to see Torn of And I, I don't know what it is about movies from that era, but they. I think there were still attempts at like, like making like 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 that sort of movie where at some point you know what I mean. You just got to come to the chase. You know, you know like just uh, get it, get yep. us some fucking strip. Strip bones, you know. Let's see. <laughs> Graham. <laughs> All right. Um, this is hands down my favorite all-time movie. Uh, it's I say that about every movie. Um, but th- I, I, there's something about this movie that I fucking can't get enough of, and it's another Larry Cohen movie, and it's Cue the Winged Serpent. <laughs> yeah, I fucking wow. love that movie. The, so the, the camera angles are so good back then. They're so good. First of all, it's a great story. There's some crazy shit going on um, outside of just you know the the cast is incredible. Uh, Michael Moriarty, Candy Clark, David Carradine, uh, Richard Roundtree, and and it's gritty New York. And Ryan knows I love gritty New York. <laughs> um, 
and it's just there's something about like this like weird like i don't even know i've watched the movie a million times there's some story about uh the the, the cops are trying to figure out some sort of i, I don't know an ancient spell or something i can't really remember right now but there's a fucking just a giant winged serpent flying around killing people randomly. Uh, and there's a, a, a junkie running around with the cops and stuff trying to find the egg. And it's fucking amazing. And I love every moment of it. And uh, yeah, cue the winged serpent. Oh, and it's yeah. so, it's so B. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. B. <laughs> all right. Well, sorry. So for my, right. My number one favorite movie of all time is Dead Alive, but I won't add that because that one, like we're saying, is kind of so famous now and so loved it's almost sure. not. You know, it's almost elevated too much. Exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. instead, I'll pick another one that we mentioned earlier, which I adore and just I I fucking love it. Frankenhooker. Yeah. I I Hell love yeah. Frankenhooker. I the super crack scene. He's like, you he, he want some super crack? And they're like, ah. They're packing those giant crystals on those little pipes and <laughs> boom! Oh man, <laughs> so good. Frankenhooker, so such need, a masterpiece. We need more of that. You know? I got a lot of friends who like never had experienced any of them kind of films. So they come over to my house to make music. I'm like, you guys want to chill and watch a movie or whatever? They're like, yeah. So I'd slap on that film and it blow their mind every time. Like, they make movies like this. What is going <laughs> on? Like, yeah. <laughs> Frankenhooker. No, Frankenhooker is uh, is pretty much uh, pretty much perfect. And uh, I, I watched that not too long ago. Too. Oh, so good. Yeah, it was on it's really it's really solid. Uh, any any notable mentions besides Dead Alive? Uh yeah. Uh, let's see. I'll take it to a whole nother place. I like the Elsa films. I don't know if you guys ever seen those. She Wolf of the SS. Oh Tigers yeah, yeah. Of Siberia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have seen those actually. Yeah, that's yeah. A, uh, that's that's a that's a. Those good are like seventies. Yeah, that's a really first good one was seventy, I think, and then the other ones were eighties. Those are like that's super, a, super underground. You know, like laser disc era. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a, uh, um, a a pull from somewhere deep. I like that. Good job. It's a, yeah. it's a, if anybody hasn't checked those out, they should check them out. I haven't seen those in a really long time. Yeah, I had a, fr- I had, I had a friend who was like super, um, and uh, he had like all of them, like in some sort of like collection. And uh, we would watch them, and they're always super good. He was, awesome. yeah, I had to order mine. I had, I have a like a, I think like a Danish version right. three pack of the. Uh, the first three, but then I had to get the Wicked Warden because I couldn't find it. Well, they had the Anchor Bay editions here, but they were like cut. You know, right. I was like, God, I can't have that. So I had to get it from Korea. So I have a Korean uh, version of sure. that one, but they're all uncut and they're all in English and they play here. So I'm like, perfect, you know? No, totally. But yeah, hard to find for sure. Yeah, totally. Um, I am going to uh, um, add one more I am going to say uh, uh, the killer, um, which is a early. Um, they say it has the most. Uh, it's an early Chow Yun Fat movie, and uh, it has like the most bullets of all time. And, uh, it's a little <laughs> hard to find, um, but it's so absolutely fantastic that I totally suggest uh, anybody uh, um, find. It's a, a John Woo. It's one of John Woo's first. Movies. 
question. And uh, the killer. And uh, it is, uh, you will see, if you watch the killer now, you will see so much stolen from it for so many movies from, from yeah. like, from, yeah. uh, from clearly Quentin Tarantino, but I don't even think he'd probably make that, that he probably wouldn't even lie about it. He'd probably be like, yeah, of course I used the killer for it. But like, um, but like uh, Matrix. John, John Wick to like all of like that, like you just see. I don't think Matrix. I've ever seen it. Yeah, you got to see the killer. Um, it is. Yeah. Um, it is. Uh, I'm gonna write it down. Yeah, check it out. If you like, if you enjoyed Black Rain or anything like that, you'd really, uh, you'd really, uh, um, really enjoy. Um, <clears throat> I'm gonna add two here. Uh, Night of the Creeps. Mm. Yes, is, I just really love that and uh, Chopping Mall. Yeah, it's it very much a B movie. Ooh, that's it's B one movie of the first is. ones that, that like, was, pops up. That was one of the ones that you know everybody was like, "Oh, what is this going to be about?" And it's the complete opposite of what your mind goes to. <laughs> but you think you think, like, it, you think it's going to be like a slasher, and they call it 100%, a slasher, but it, is, but it is fully a sci-fi. Yeah, <laughs> but, it, but anyways, but it, yes. right. well, I'm going to add. I'm a huge fan of camp. Movies. I'm gonna right. add the burning. I love the burning. Oh yeah, the burning, the burning's, burning's a real good camp movie. Oh, yeah. I love it. <laughs> I was gonna say Sleepaway Camp, but I think that's a little elevated too. I think a lot of people have seen Sleepaway Camp. I, I think know. everybody's seen Sleepaway. At this point, like I feel like with like Sleepaway Camp, it's like I almost like I, I'm actually to the point where I kind of don't even want to talk about it anymore. And it sounds terrible, but like, but like it just feels like. Like I don't know why it's become so popular. Like lately, like it's had some sort of resurgence, and like it's like yeah, I swear, I, I, and swear. I and I think it's just better movies that could have gotten that. Like I think almost any of the movies that we're talking about could have gotten that. that yeah, Street that Trash treatment. deserves that. For sure. Yeah, I agree, agreed. Agreed. I just more people better. need to see that. Like, that should I, be like I've entry seen, level stuff. You know, I, not right, something I just, they I think, find down the line. I just think they're better movies, to be quite honest with you, because I don't actually think Sleepaway Camp is like, like that great. You know it's what I mean? It's just like, the ending. It's just the ending that, that's sure. really the selling point. Yeah, I, and I think that's it because like, like, there's way too much that like this is another. I'm going to complain about this again. There's like way too much that goes on in that movie for for what it is. Like it's like 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 every scene is. I don't know. I just like I just kind of want like more. I actually yeah. kind of prefer, although it's the sequel is good. <laughs> Sequel's good. The yeah. third, the third one is so amazingly terrible that like you're watching <laughs> it and you're like, this is like, this is. I don't. I didn't know it could be this bad. But <laughs> I do like when she gives that like that that cleaning supply to that guy as cocaine. Like I think that that's really <laughs> hilarious yeah. and uh, and like a really good kill. But, like the rest of the movie, I don't know. It's uh, it's so. Uh, what do you guys uh? What about Rawhead Rex? Rawhead Rex is, I mean, it's a, it's a, a little monster. I would say a little monster movie. I actually let my yeah. son watch that not that long ago. I have a steel book of it, and he's like, you know, he's three, and he just kept like pointing at it, and I was like, all right, you want to watch Rawhead Rex? Snap it on. And you know right. what? He he thought that was hilarious. You know, he thought yeah, it was right. something. <laughs> Um, Rawhead Rex is uh, is good, and um, and I think that uh, you know, I mean, I let my kids watch, and they're and they're mostly okay. So, um, <laughs> yeah, right. 
well, well, this is uh, this is fun. We could, I mean, I can literally just sit here. We can just like rattle off like dope names of movies and, and <laughs> for, like for like for like yeah. nine hours. Um, you think you can handle the uh, the Sinister Six? You think you are you're, you're, you're uh, like you know, Spider Man? Let's do no, it. We dream. All, right. <laughs> All right. All right. First one, Freddie or Jason. Oh, all right. That's the very hard one. Uh, I would have to go with Jason just because that's what I, as a kid, my mom loved Freddy, but I would always be more drawn to Jason and just the hockey mask, you know, so I'm going to go with Jason on that for cool. sure. I like it. Yeah. I'm a Jason guy. Ryan's a Freddy guy. <laughs> I, you know, so, so it's funny if that, like, I actually grew up a Jason guy. Um, and I explained this, like all of like the cool kids who, who I didn't really consider like true horror heads all loved Freddy. He was like, the, like, like the best way I can describe it is Jason was Coke and Freddy was Pepsi for a real long time. You know what I oh, mean? Oh yeah. hundred like, percent. Like, Jason was a Dorito and Freddy was a cool ranch Dorito. You know what I mean? Oh, like yeah. it was like it was like <laughs> like and um, very very similar but different. You know, different, yeah. right? Different enough and like and like and so like all these people like liked it and he was funny and stuff like that. So I always loved the movies, but I, um, but I always just went to Jason because Jason was always. What about me. part two? Did you like part two? A lot of people didn't like part two. I, I like part two. I, 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 I like part, part two. two. I like part two. I like. I like them all at this point. I was watching. I was watching five the other day, and I'm like, wow, this movie's really a piece of shit. But it's. Uh, but it's actually. Um, <laughs> but Dream Child is actually like kind of fun. It's like actually like to be honest with you, it's like a straight up B movie. Um, it's a, it feels yeah. more like that than it does. Like it even starts out with like a, a naked chick in the shower. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's like it's yep. not even like, like they kind of just like skipped over that cuteness. Um, but they, um, um, but as like now that I'm older and like uh, you know uh, dealt with my resentments and shit, I uh, of a popular <laughs> mostly, but but I I have enjoyed. If I really look back at them, a I think Nightmare on Elm Street three is one of the best horror movies ever made. Oh and, yeah, I mean of all time, that's the one that everybody. Yeah, it's, it's just so good and it's just so like perfectly made and the only thing that i don't like is uh, is the um, is the, the skeleton scene but um um i don't it doesn't really actually fit in the whole crater thing. i don't get it really like but anyways um but they just added like they just didn't need yeah it. no like I, a, yeah uh, <laughs> like, um, um so angry about the skeleton scene well, it just added <laughs> in for like no reason it like a, just, it's like freddie brings it up every time it's like freddie's so skeleton good. like i just don't get it man and like um it's uh but but now that i look at it though i do think the story of freddie krueger and i think the fact that he lives in your dreams and stuff like that makes it very cool it's a good vehicle for making like amazing special effects it's a it's yeah. a cre- it's a creative yeah 100 you know what i mean like it's just they had like, way more to do with you know like right. imagination wise than they did with jason because i mean it's, how many ways can you just chop somebody up you know exactly what I'm saying? Um, yeah. a lot of ways and not enough but um but i agree um but so i always <laughs> like jason because it was like a little bit more simpler and like a little bit more dumbed down but as i'm like a little like older now like i'm i just kind of like the writing factor and like i mean like like to be able to like come up with all those scenes and stuff like that. I mean, it took a lot. You know what and I mean? All those like, one-liners. And all those one like <laughs> and, a, and I am a stand-up comedian, so I have yeah, to you know, enjoy yeah. a little bit of them. All right. Well, all right. I'm a I'm a Jason fan, but I, I think uh, Nightmare on Elm Street three is the best movie out of any 
of the two oh, yeah, franchises. 100%. So, um, all right. What's the difference between thriller and horror? All right. Uh, thriller is more of, I would say thriller is more story based and more of like mystery kind of solving the solving. You know what I'm saying? Sure, As where sure. horror yeah, yeah. is more just in your face, down your throat. There ain't no, not, you don't need to know anything about the movie just to, to enjoy it, you know, sure. or just right. know very little bit. You know, sometimes you don't even really need that much of a story or reasoning for why it's happening. <laughs> That's true. You know, uh, Final Destination. <laughs> exactly. I, would, I was just going to say, I've watched every Final Destination. There's really no story. They're just like, no, how can we just death shows up? Yep. <laughs> we just need to kill these fucking kids. And that's all yep. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Um, all right, what horror movie influenced your taste the most? Oh, uh, Dead Alive. I seen it when I was six years old, right? And never knew the name of it. And I never found it again till I was like, I think, maybe like 15. And for the, the entire period, I would just rent movies or I'd just try and try to figure out what film that mm. was. And That's one day, kind of cool. Right. And one day I go to a DVD store and I see a DVD with the, you know, uh, right. mouth getting ripped open. Yeah. And I'm like, this looks familiar. You know, I pick it up. I look at the back and I see the priest. And I'm right. like, oh, my God, I think I found it. And I took it home <laughs> and I was like, holy shit, it is. And, you know, oh, I, still, yeah. I, I still have that copy to this day. You know, so That's it was like this journey because I never knew. I only had like bits right. in my head That's of like right. the monkey yeah. biting the lady. The monkey biting the old lady, the the guy who cut the priest looks like Ric Flair kicking ass. And <laughs> I was like, yo, dude. And I can ne- everyone I talk to, like, what are you talking about? You know, like, <laughs> like never seen that. And I finally fit, like found it and then learned it was made by Peter Jackson. And I was like, what? Because at this time, yeah. you know, Lord, Lord of the Rings is huge at the same time I found this film. <laughs> I'm like, put <laughs> it together and awesome. I'm like, what is going on? You know? Uh-huh. But, yeah. Yep, Dead Alive inspired my whole like journey down the rabbit hole per se into like more of not I wouldn't say horror but more of the over the top gore and special effects and also probably sure. just that I th- I think as as artists and 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 people that love art that chase too yeah probably like lit up like trying to, needing to find that yeah I needed that it. I and, needed to know what yeah. it was I just couldn't figure it out. And like, I love that. I'm a DVD hunter. So what I do is I go to all the local shops and I think that that's why, because I grew up with yeah. that kind of, you know, need for something. So now I just go and just pick up anything, any kind of B movie, anything I see, I, I just snatch yeah. it up, you know, I'm like yeah, <laughs> take it home, watch it and, you know, flip the corner and see if it's good or bad. Yep. Yeah. All right. Um, if you could erase one movie from existence, what would it be? Sinful Dwarf. <laughs> Oh, all right. <laughs> you thought about that. Yeah, I don't even think about that. That is by far me and my me and my brother. I got a copy of it. I was like, oh, this looks a sinful dwarf and all this. You know, I'm like so excited <laughs> for it. I watch it and it was a lot of people like it. I don't I I hated it. I thought it was it was so hard to sit and get through that. And I just I just didn't get it. I couldn't get into it. I that right there is the worst movie to me ever made. I I'd never want to see it again in my life. <laughs> all right. Now I want to see it. um are ghosts real oh yeah i i i think so yeah for sure i I can believe in that 100 percent. you know i've seen some things uh been around some ouija boards and some you know nights out like that um 
my aunt had a house where a guy, he went to prison because his wife went missing. And this was like way back in the day. Well, he got out of prison when my aunt was like 15 and came to let her dad know that he had buried his wife in the basement. Holy right? Shit. Yeah, exactly. And her dad being like a good old boy, he's like, well, I'm not going to tear my house down. So he just never told anybody about it, you know? <laughs> but, well, the cops won't come and dig up his house and do all that. He didn't say anything. So uh, years later down the road, me and my boys were like, yo, one of my friends had a Ouija board. We're like, yo, I know the perfect place to play. So we go to that house and uh, they're playing the Ouija board. It ends up spelling this name Thomas, right? So like two years go by and we're laughing about it. And my aunt here, you know, she's like, wait, what did it say? And it turns out that Thomas was the name of the guy who killed his wife. We what had no prior shit. knowledge of this. So, right, you know, yeah, it blew my mind. I was like, wait, what? Like, no way. You know, this is like years down the like two years or so, we're talking to her about it. Like, we didn't, and she's like, no fucking way. So I was That's like, crazy. Oh, damn. Yeah. So, yeah, I believe. I believe something. All right. Love it. Um, <clears throat> all right. Last one. Midsummer or Hereditary? Ooh, neither. <laughs> um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess I'd have to go with. Uh, man, that's such a. Oh, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm not I guess a fan of either. No, I guess I go with Hereditary just because I guess got a cool head smash scene and, you know, the mom up in the attic was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, you know, those ain't really my cup of tea, you know. Like, a lot yeah. of my friends are. You know, I was like, yo, man, these movies are the best. It's it's the revolution of horror. And I'm just like, yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah. I think I, that's more of a thriller, buddy. But yeah. I, 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 you know, for me, I like them. I, I like them both. I can, I can enjoy both. I kind of meet horror where it's at and I try to enjoy it over. And honestly, I think Jason Lee Howden, we had him on the show and he did a Deathgasm. Um, he described... Um, have you seen Deathgasm? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's such a fucking great movie, and he's like, he he loved Midsummer because he just described it as it's actually just like a teenage slasher. It's just See, like it, it because they just kill one after another, and like I it's felt just, like I felt like it was a hundred percent just a rip off of Wicker Man, and I was like watching, it, I was like, this is Wicker Man. Like, this is pretty much Wicker Man. Like I was like, man, this is a lot of the same kind of. A, you know, it's the same things going on here. Huh. I, I like it better than Wicker Man, but uh, oh yeah, but I, I will say it is better. It is better than Wicker Man. I'm not saying Wicker Man is a good, like, amazing film. I'm just saying it. I was no, like, I really seeing the connection. I was like, huh, sure. this guy just you know kind of just remade Wicker Man with some plot twists and changing some stuff around, and for sure made made one of the hugest movies. You know, like. Maybe I'll become a director and take something like that. And, yeah, you know, that's good. Like, yeah, take, uh, take Pumpkinhead. Yeah. You know, in, take Pumpkinhead and turn it into an elevated horror. Um, yeah. um, <laughs> I, I think that's if great. I had to like if I had to choose between elevated horror and like B movie, I would pick B movie because that's just more of who I am. I'm, yeah. I'm more in the mood for that more often. Like, just yeah, I like, to, yeah. I like, I like to laugh at the yeah, same time. Yeah, I, like, I finally watched I, the Nor- Northman the other day and I, I actually dug it quite a bit but it takes me like a while to like kind of like work up to watching like any of those movies at this point because you don't know how long it's going to be it's, the northman has some great scenes in it so when it when it comes to being a b-movie fan it's almost borderline 
like, are you a horror fan or are you just fan of like comedic value? Because when right. you watch those movies, it's almost like to me personally, I watch those for a laugh because I think those are like a comedy to me, you know, sure. But, for sure. So it's almost like it's this weird kind of connection between comedy and horror that I just love, you know? Yeah, no, and I and I yeah. I'm, I'm on the I'm, I I fully fully agree with what you're saying. I think horror is a platform that you put like a lot of other types of genres on top of. There's dramatic horror, there's action horror, there's sci-fi horror, there's there's exploitation. Then, there's exploitation. It's all these different types of movies, and then they'll they'll take it and add horror to it. And uh, yep. and and I think that and I think a lot of the B movie shit is 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 like. I mean, like, I just like to watch, like, dope-ass special effects and heads get splattered. Me too. And, like, they, you know what I mean? Like, re, like Reanimator is one of my favorite films yeah. ever. I love Jeffrey Combs. And yeah. the, the oh, part yeah. that I love the most is when he kills the cat and they come home and find it. And he's like, oh, yeah, your cat's dead. I put it in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> come on, dude. It's so, and then his whole demeanor, that film, is so – that is – that's the pinnacle of acting for me. Yeah. <laughs> his, his whole demeanor throughout yeah. the whole thing, like everybody's in his way, and everybody's just so stupid, and they don't understand anything. And it's like, he, oh he, man, he's a he's a Bruce Campbell genius, dude. Like, yes, one of the, like him one and of those, Frighteners. Like, yeah, I was just gonna say, him and Frighteners <laughs> is just like so so perfect. My Frighten- body's a roadmap of pain. <laughs> exactly. Like, Frighteners is underrated because I think that like the goofiness of like his friendship with like the funny ghosts, like kind of like set this thing off and it's like kind of like this silly movie, but there's like brutal shit in that movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Busey, uh, like him carving the numbers into people's foreheads and shit like that. That's like for real. And, and the whole, yeah. and the whole Jeffrey Combs bits for real. And I mean, like, it's honestly like, it's kind of a fucked up movie, and like I, I, it really, I, I, it's it's genius. You know, Peter Jackson. Like, I really want him to come back to horror so bad. Yeah, it wouldn't be so yeah. good. Please, if he came, please. If he, was, if he just like all of a sudden just dropped like some. Like, yeah, so yeah, like uh, step away uh, from the fantasy for a little bit and just drop uh, us yeah. one more, please. Just step away from the piles of money they shovel onto. That. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> that's what you're asking. Yeah. To do um well awesome um well we appreciate you hopping on man this is fantastic this has been a lot yeah of, fun. of course um, let's, uh, let's do well uh we'll uh, start with graham walker and you can take us out you know um graham what's you what are you recommending for the week all right this week i got um unfortunately a very timely uh record uh baby by petrol girls came out on friday mm-hmm. uh they're from uh gaz austria uh <clears throat> It's uh, it, it, they they basically take they're a punk band. They take aim at, at social and political injustices, immigration, and uh, heavily heavily focusing on women's rights. Um, th- they've got a single out now called "Baby, I Had an Abortion," um, and, and just there's something about this. They're they're like war on women meets idols. Mm-hmm. almost uh it's really fucking just an incredible record it every time you think it's gonna swerve left it swerves right but it leaves you really getting everything you wanted i don't know there's it's up there contending with album of the year like on first listen so uh baby by petrol girls really fucking great really uh, uh unfortunately timely um also uh i saw uh revealer 
on, on Shudder. That was super good. Uh, it was written and directed by Luke Boyce, and it's about a, a stripper and a, a pro-life uh, activist gets stuck in a, in a peep show booth during the apocalypse. So that, that was pretty cool. <laughs> I like that. So those are my recommendations. Awesome. Um, uh, I, I, like I said, it took me forever to see The Northman, and I watched it, and I, and I liked it. Uh, spoiler alert, he, uh, he does beat somebody to death with his own head, which is something I'm a fan of. And um, <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, I like the, the Northman. It's, it's exactly what you think it's going to be, but it's like people were coming out and be like, you need, like, a, a degree in like, uh, in, like, Viking history and all this shit. It doesn't need anything like that. It's just... It's just a classic tale. It's what Hamlet is based on, and The Lion King, and Moby Dick, right? And like, yep. and like all these, all these other like amazing stories. And it's like it's what the original thing was. And um, it's in in Skarsgård, always dope. Like that fucking family. Talk about like an area that just like whatever happened in the Skarsgård family did well um, because because they killed in that. Bjork's in it for a very short period of time, and it's cool. And then. Uh, and then Anna Taylor is is just a really um, just a just like like a, like just a great actor for like those types of movies. So uh, I'll suggest The Northman. I think I'm late to the game in suggesting this. Um, I'm going to suggest uh, musically. I'll suggest uh, uh, Vic Mensa, um, particularly his song "16 Shots." It was very good, cathartic um, to me today. It's uh, it's about uh, shooting cops. So um, all right. You know, take us out. All right. Um, well, if you're late on recommending that, then I'm really late on recommending this. I'm going <laughs> to recommend an older film that I absolutely love, and I watch it like maybe once a month. It's Cannibal the Musical. Mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> if nobody has ever seen Cannibal the Musical, and you like Trey Parker or Matt Stone, it's the first film ever, and it is, it is incredibly well done. If you like musicals and – oh, man. Yeah, that's my recommendation. Okay. Go see Cannibal the Musical. <laughs> yeah, it's Find it, bootleg it, do whatever you got to do. Make mm-hmm. sure you see that film. Yep. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, Those guys it's, have a pretty good track record in film, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, with that, yeah. Orgasmo? With, that, with, with oh. Orgasmo and, uh, and basketball, I'm a huge fan of for some reason. <laughs> yes, I love it. I, I guess they're trying to do another film, you know, but I guess... People just won't let them stop doing South Park. I think they're kind of over the whole South Park. I think they are. (laughs) I think at some point you got to walk away from South Park. Yeah, like it's like, I mean, does anybody still watch it? Well, Paramount just gave them like ninety million dollars or some crazy amount to do a five. They keep making like movies or like mini things that keep coming out. People are watching it. Yeah. I mean, I would, I, I wouldn't be mad if they dropped it and came out with you know something new. Are people still watching the? Does any, does anybody still watch The Simpsons? I do. Mm. You do? I don't, say, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I haven't watched The Simpsons. And, I mean, no, I, probably haven't I don't the know Simpsons anybody else. Fifteen does. years, <laughs> but oh, yeah. I, I'm a I'm a diehard. I've been watching The Simpsons. Animation recommendation. Mr. Yeah, yeah. Pickles. Mr. Pickles. Yeah, <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> that first oh, time I, I seen that, it blew my wig back. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I loved it. Now that's metal, you know, like that's so, so good. But yeah, yeah, those are my two. Cool. Love it. Well, thank you so much for, uh, for joining us. Uh, Where can people find you? Find Um, your music. 
Uh, Enoch X Mortis on every platform. I'm pretty much everywhere uh, under this, all under Enoch X Mortis. So okay, cool. just type it into Google and everything cool. will show up right there. Dope. Yeah. Cool. Um, and thanks for everybody for tuning in. It's been a, it's been a really great time. We've had so many great guests on lately. I appreciate it. Uh, the, uh, uh, all our kind of consistent listeners and uh, our Patreon army, the guard, da- God damn. Do you want to call them off there? Uh, Graham? I do. Um, <clears throat> we got Drew Muldowney, who I believe is actually in New York City right now. Mm. Um, so, hi, Drew. Uh, Alan Graham, Jake Jolly, Ron Knobloch, Kristen Pearl, Ashley Ketchum, and Chris Fortune. No, we appreciate you. Anybody else, uh, go out and if you want to support us and enjoy what we're doing, we are on Patreon at AGHP666. Um, we'd love to see you on there. Um, um, you know, stats have stayed the same. Uh, New Zealand, we love you. We love you. We love you. But you got to <laughs> tell your friends to listen. Australia, they're beating you. I don't, I don't, I don't, I hate to tell you this. I hate the coming out of my mouth. But Australia, your rival is, uh, is showing up strong. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So I think it's pretty easy if you get everybody picks like five of your friends like, and just tells them to listen. You guys will be like in second place. I mean, England is way in second place, but like, uh, yeah, that's fucking England. That's how they do shit, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. Not that we have any problem with England, right, Graham? We love England too. Like, we love England. We love England, man. I've been to York. York is dope. Go to York. Um, York. Shout out to York. Um, um, and shout out to Manchester. God, talk about an area that just has made like all of my favorite bands. Um, <laughs> Um, anyways, um, so uh, check it out, guys. Uh, worldwide, uh, battle your nations. I want to. I want to start. A, I want to start. A, you know, use your nationalism to our advantage. So, um, <laughs> uh, reach out to us if you're struggling in life or you need any help. Uh, we will uh, do our best to uh, get back to you. And uh, thanks to everybody else who has reached out and followed our um, and engaged with us on social media. We appreciate you. Um, and yeah, I think that's about it. Um, fuck Tim Allen. Go start some fires (laughs) and break some glass. Thank you.